Yeah, a nice, a nice, it, it goes down smooth and yes. um, it always tastes fresh. Indeed. Speaking just of like fresh. This, just like this Menthea I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Speaking of fresh. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixel It. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, is Phil. Hello. And today we're, uh, come hell or high water, we're finishing Dead Space Martyr. We're done. We're done. We're done. I don't care if this is like a double, you know, you know, sized episode because this is, I, I can't, can't talk about this book anymore. We can't keep coming back to it. And it's only been made worse by the fact that I started playing Dead Space 2. I, I beat the first one. I started playing Dead Space 2 the other day and uh, it's so much better than the first one. And the first one was great. And yeah. I'm just like marveling in how good it is, and uh, and and so I, I have to I I have to pretend that martyr doesn't exist. I have to get on with my life. So you were saying that a lot of people love this book. I did the research uh, again. We were talking earlier, and 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 out of morbid curiosity, there is a second book. There are only two Dead Space books, and this is the first one, obviously, and the second one's called Catalyst. And just out of some sick morbid curiosity. After I finished this, it was like, you want to check out the sequel? And I was like, kind of, for some reason. <laughs> and uh, while I was doing that, I couldn't help but notice that it's got like crazy high ratings on Amazon. And I said, well, holy shit, maybe maybe, maybe the second one's really, really good. And we really should get to the second one. I don't know. And so, but then I went to the page for Dead Space Martyr, and it's got through the roof, like overwhelmingly five-star reviews from everybody. Wow. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's like, and you and I both came to this independently, like our, our, our opinion of this book. Yeah. Like we're, you guys wouldn't know, uh, to listen to the show, but Kevin and I talk almost every single day. And when we're working on these projects, we're very, we, we, we kind of tiptoe around that first, you know, when you, when you take the spoon and crack the top of the creme brulee, we're yeah. very careful for that first moment. We don't want it to, we don't want to influence the other one too we much. We really try to avoid talking about, about the book until that first episode. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and this one uh, and and uh, I mean, this one and uh, Bloodborne, those two strike me as the ones that this year have just been uh, the ones that have just really struck us. Yeah. Uh, in in the negative sense. Right. And uh, both of them, we came to it independently. We had no idea that the other one felt as strongly <laughs> equally. And, and I don't I'm trying to figure out what it is. If you guys, you know, we, we are attracting a small following, which is fucking great. And I assume we didn't we get a comment from somebody out of the blue about somebody on our somebody our, yeah, yeah. Somebody on our Instagram asked us if we were gonna be reading Catalyst. Um because right. they're ostensibly a fan of, of Dead Space Catalyst. And I said, uh maybe we 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 yeah. don't necessarily like martyr that much <laughs> right i mean if you you guys are listening and you think that we are giving martyr like just a an unfair shake uh and and you know and that's the thing that's where subjectivity comes in sure. please you know let us know what it is like we, we we you know we make fun of this stuff because it's because if we don't we'll cry, we'll cry. uh but but in seriousness, you know, if you we're not going to disrespect or be nasty to somebody who just disagrees with us on an opinion of a book or a video game or anything else like that. So 
tell us what it is. I would really like to know what it yeah. is uh, that people because the because the um, I just don't when I look at the reviews, there are things like, oh, this is this is like it, it's it's got the the tone of Dead Space just right. And I'm like, oh, my, oh, I don't agree. I, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think it has any tone of Dead Space. Anywhere. No, <laughs> not at all. So it's things like that. So I just I would love to hear from people like explaining what it was that they dug. Uh, you know, it, it's like there are plenty of books out there. That I'm, I'm sure it's the same thing for you, Kevin. Like we we, we read a lot. Yeah. And there are plenty of books out there that I read when I was much younger that I thought of as masterpieces. Yeah. And I come back to later and I'm like, oh, that's actually Oof. not so good. Ew. Is, yeah. Is it possible that you read this book when it came out? You know, we're 12 all, years ago, all hopped up on the dead space train. Sure. And you just needed more dead space content right the fuck now. And and that's or or is it just that you simply disagree and you you were in it mile a minute loving it and and and, and fuck me, I guess. You know, I, I, I really would like to know, though, I did. Anyway, yeah. I guess I guess we're top loading our ultimate opinion on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're I mean, because. We're going to wrap the book up, but yeah, oh, that's yeah. today's it. Today's, today's, today's it. it. We're going to yeah. we're going to run through the last two parts. One is one is regular length. The other part is kind of tiny. And then there's a little epilogue that kind of wraps up uh, what happens to our protagonist and yeah. and all that fun stuff. But yeah, I totally agree. It is. Yeah, I would love to have somebody on the show. You know, I would like to I would actually I would actually love to have a guest if we knew somebody. If a friend of ours was like, "Yeah, you guys are totally wrong. You're totally missing it." I would I would love that. I, I would, would I if if you're listening and you please, we will have you on this show uh assuming you're not crazy and we know you. Exactly. You got to you got to satisfy at least at least the we know you part. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I would I would love that. I would really love I would love to have that not above it. Uh, I would love to hear more perspectives on it. But 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 we can't we can't do that until we get to the end yeah. of this one. So let's get um, to the end. Part six. Yeah. Hell unleashed. Hell unleashed. And uh, which could have been, you know, the first part. But right on. Right on. Uh, that, and yeah. what, where do you think a a a, a, a part called Hell Unleashed should start, but uh, the what I assume is the Watergate Hotel. <laughs> Actually, it is, it is, the, Watergate it is the Watergate Hotel. They make a point of saying it's the Watergate Hotel. <laughs> I got, like, that's, that's an interesting little detail. <laughs> you know, yeah. So Altman is like, yeah, he's on his press tour, ladies and gentlemen. He's gotten away. People are taking him seriously. Uh huh. There's a quote here. It says, but uh, he's talking about like they openly say they're like, yeah, look, you know, he knows that what he's saying is a little out there uh, uh, and and plenty of people just treat him like a crank uh, quote. But there were a few people who asked more serious questions. And once they had answered, uh, once he had answered, they looked at him with a different in a different, more thoughtful way. It's like, sure, they did. Sure, they did. Sure. I, yeah. No, I don't. Mm. No. I don't believe you at all. You you are on you are on Geraldo Rivera, and and that's it. We're done. <laughs> the historic Watergate Hotel, and I'm yeah. just I'm just with I'm just wondering what the Watergate Hotel looks like at this point because the building would be, um, 
you know, several hundred years old. If it's if it's sure. I, we're in like 2200 or something like that or right right yeah it's it's they never give us a year do they, they never give us they i i don't think there's a specific year and if there is who cares it doesn't really matter that much it's the right. future right um, right but yeah the watergate hotel for those of you who don't know what it is it's in washington dc um and it is where the watergate the name of the watergate scandal comes from um, yep. It is the the hotel that the uh, DNC offices were at the re-election committee or election committee offices were at. And that's where that's where creep broke in the committee to re-elect the president, which were right. Richard Richard Nixon's men. They broke into the office and then they tried to cover it up and it brought down a presidency. But the Watergate yep. Hotel is a four and a half star hotel that uh, overlooks the potomac i think i don't know i think one, it does yeah yeah something it's, one of the rivers. it's it is the most famous hotel in washington basically yeah uh you know when you hear about any scandal that ends with gate there was only a single time when that actually made sense is when it was uh, the Watergate, <laughs> and that's when it was the Watergate. uh it had nothing to do with water so yeah that's 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 where he's at and uh wouldn't you know it he heads back up to his room and his room has got a, a great big hole in it. There's, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's our cast of characters. He walks in, there's plaster all over the place. There's a giant hole uh, in the wall because next door, uh, Markov cracks. Anybody else? Is it just like the, 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 it's just the, the, the who's who of assholeville in this book. Uh, checked into the room next to him and, and then broke drilled. Through. Broke, the hole. They broke through like Kool-Aid man. Right. right. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't like, you know, it's like they, they, this tells you everything you need to know about how incompetent these people are. It's like, look, we want to basically, cause they're coming in there. They're going to, they're trying to intimidate him and take him back, uh, you know, to, to the, the base, uh, the beginning of the great back and forth of, of, uh, that I mentioned before. And, uh, and instead of like checking into the Watergate and like, I don't know, breaking in uh to his room which has got to be easier quieter frankly than drilling um, a hole in the wall and drilling they but they they like 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 over the top bond supervillains they drill a hole in the wall and uh and they hold him at gunpoint and uh and they threaten him you know they're, yeah, they're like yeah, look you're, they're, you're gonna come back yeah oh we're gonna kill your girlfriend basically yeah they really get a lot of mileage out of that oh yeah Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. So then they sedate he, <laughs> both of them. And I love the you're a real bastard, said Altman. And Markov retorts with takes one to know one. Now, be a oh, good boy, boy and take your medicine and take your medicine. And so for an entire chapter, Altman has been on this press tour and now he's back. And in the next chapter literally begins with, and so Altman was back where he'd started. The, the press uh, tour like basically happened in between chapters. And then there's like right. a little bit at the beginning of 52 where he's like, he had, he, he's wrapping up the press conference. And then it's like, uh, he's, he's being kidnapped and it takes like a, a page of, of, of Weasley back and forth between Markov and Altman. And now 53, right. he's back and he's, he's, he's back. He's back. Um, and Ada and, is gone. 
Yeah. Yeah. She, he doesn't know where she is. Yeah. And uh, so they're, they're keeping him kind of like, they still see some value in keeping him around, I guess. Um, and I, and I, I have a note here, like the whole him leaving and coming back. I, I have a note here that just literally says, uh, what was the point of that? And <laughs> it turns out there is a point, but we're not going to get it until the very, very, yeah, very it, end of it, this book. It's, it's basically, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a setup for a punchline right. that could have just been, it could have just been rewritten to be better instead of. Right. <laughs> We could have. We're, we're going to run into that a lot. Yeah, we're going to run into that uh, a lot. You know, I could have just if, if used another pass of writing. You know, it's like if, if, if this is this is indeed how things happen in real life. Real life is filled with those little moments where it's like, all right, well, I went home and wouldn't you know it, I forgot my keys, so I actually had to go back out again. Yeah. And uh, and then I got it, went to the grocery store, and came back, and wouldn't you know it, I forgot the butter. I had to, so I literally had to go out to the grocery store three times today. Uh, uh, and, uh, and so that's, that's why I'm in a bad mood and that's real life, you know? Um, but, but did you know that in books, you can just make shit up? You can make uh, shit up and you can skip that. You, and you, you can, can just skip all that. Yeah. And if you need to write that, you went back and forth to the grocery store. You could like have subtext about man's. Uh-huh repetitive nature and that they just keep doing things over and over again until they die. Like the cyclical nature of life. You could layer that kind of stuff on top of it. Um, Or or you can be like a Gus Van Sant film and make us watch every stupid fucking second of it. Yeah, Uh, that's true. (laughs) Good old Gus. Good old Gus. Uh, I don't miss film school. Do you miss film school? A little bit. A little bit. Only not the school, but the 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 people. Well, yes, that is true. That's yeah. always fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just going to reminisce for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> uh, so he's back and he's been separated from everybody. And now just for, for whatever reason, he's being tortured by cracks. Uh, you guys remember cracks, don't you? Cracks. He was such a um, the Dantec replacement. Yeah, the Dantec replacement. He's he's a super valuable character, and uh, he exists to torture uh, Altman for now, like in weird little, you know, and it, I will say it is kind of gross. Yeah, uh, it's I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it myself. I, um, uh, you know what? I, I just wanted to, to point out this one line before he even gets tortured. He's talking to Stevens, right? And right. Uh, the psych- psychiatrist. Altman shook his head. The marker is dangerous. He said, I'm sure of it. And then Stevens retorts, and yet you're fascinated by it. And he says it as if this is so- <laughs> some sort of gotcha. And the thing that really that popped immediately into my head is that Matt Bohr's c- cartoon where there's the the guy working, a medieval peasant working and saying, we oh, should yeah. improve society somewhat. And then somebody popping up from a well saying, yet you participate in society. Curious. I am very intelligent. I'm very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very much that. It's like you, you get the impression that Markov has a, a great future as a, as a pundit for the GOP. Um, it's just, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're fascinated by it. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You f- yeah, of course. But yeah, sure. I'm <laughs> I, I, my my fiance has come home and watched cult uh, documentaries every afternoon 
because it's insane and fascinating, and she she has not yet run off to join a cult. Right. Uh, although maybe I should go check on her. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's not the same. It's such no. a weird. It's weird that a character just kind of like uh, uh, fallacies themselves. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even not even uh, not. E- it's like setting up a straw man of yourself to argue against. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so so yeah cracks does his torturing he uh he he's using for whatever reason by the way for whatever reason reason. so yeah but they're they're gonna take him out of that uh you know because stevens is saying like you know he's gonna be more valuable to us you know if he's not if he's not harmed which which raises the question of well yeah sure that makes sense it makes sense that he'd be valuable to you. Why are we torturing him? Yeah. Like, to keep him here, I, I guess? I don't understand the torture. And there's this part where Markov, like, while the torture is taking place, it's a Markov POV. And um, Markov thinks, where was Krax? He's supposed to keep shit like this from happening. And then he remembered Krax was with Altman and smiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, what's the? I guess just because he doesn't like him, I suppose he doesn't like him. And then this, and then like a paragraph later, Stevens, the Stevens, the psychiatrist, comes back and is talking to Altman and says, "I can send you back to cracks at any time. Keep that in mind as well." So everybody is just doing this like yeah. mustache twirling now. Now that now right, that, right, like Stevens, who is the psychiatrist who seemed like on the level in the earlier sections is now like yeah. just as villainous as Markov. He's just kind of out of nowhere. And that's just three too many mustaches. That's too many. Uh, you, you got too many mustaches twirling in the, in the pot. You're, you're spoiling the broth with, with the mustache. Right. Exactly. The, the mustache broth. If you, if you save, if here's the thing, here's a little tip for those of you at home. If you save your mustaches, keep them in the freezer. Uh, when you build up enough of them, you can make a wonderful broth. Homemade mustache broth is, uh, it's always better, uh, than, than store-bought. Just, just little tip for me to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dear God. It, that's uh, so a good yeah, one. so basically, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one that's going in for the books. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so they 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 get him out of torture land, I suppose, because they need him to go and talk to the fanatics. Yeah, uh, the religious group is only getting bigger; they're only becoming more of an issue, uh, and so they see and they see that they kind of trust him. I don't know how much they know about like their desire to make him into some kind of prophet or what have you, right? Um, but they do they do see the value in him going and maybe talking to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, he wants to see Ada first. You know, they're like, fuck no. And then he goes, well, I guess I'm going then. Uh, they promise that if everything goes well, he can talk to her. Yep. Uh, so he gets sent out to go to the masses. The field. <laughs> yeah, the masses. Exactly. Exactly. Just to see, uh, uh, you know, what he can do. Uh, with them and they're just it, it, it's clearly becoming a more organized religion basically yes. yeah yeah they have i think this is the first time we hear the word unitology or am i making that up no i think this is the first time um more and more people believe in our unitology is is yeah. what field says and i think that is the first time and it's a lowercase unitology 
as opposed right, to it's the not proper uppercase unitology. It is not a proper noun yet. It is just a right. um it is just a fake word right now. Yeah. And they're all and they're all wearing yeah, it's all just, it's just a fake word at this point. Uh and they're all wearing um symbols of the uh the the devil's tail, uh basically. Now, uh I've played the video game enough to know exactly what that symbol looks like. Who, what kind of what metalsmith do they have working for them? That's not a it's it's a very unique crafted design. Like yeah. trying to figure out, that's not an easy one to just reshape it, it, in metal. The scientists uh, really stopped doing their work and are now just embarking on metallurgy. Yeah, they're just they're just hobbyists at this point. They're looking up shit on YouTube and you know TikTok, and they're like, "Hey, figure out how to make necklaces. Cool, you know." Yeah, they're, in the they're background, this, they're, they're this close to. They're doing some sort of synchronized dance, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, they're this close to becoming like homesteaders. This is just so. Uh, yeah, like he gets he talks to them a little bit, but nothing really gets done. Yeah, uh, it was. It's kind of a strange uh, interaction that he has with them. He ends up talking to Stevens again. Right. Yeah, he does. He does seek out Stevens, and Stevens kind of admits that. Uh, he's still hallucinating. Like everyone yeah, seems yeah. to be hallucinating. Yeah, yeah. Talking to the and folks. Stevens, Stevens brings up Pascal's wager, and yeah. Altman, being the insert of the audience, says, "Who's that?" <laughs> right. Which, which we, you know, I just, I didn't buy. I was like, I anyone who, yeah, I, anyone who's on the idiot. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're dumb if you've never heard of Pascal's wager. I'm just saying, like, these are scientists yeah. and like intellectuals. Yeah. And Pascal's wager is pretty like. Theology 101. Yeah, he, you know, these, he would have heard of it. He I would have to, taken especially that, with in the first, first, like philosophy or theology 101, he would have, he would right. have heard of Blaise Pascal, especially with what a, what a Mary Sue, uh, uh, Altman is. Like the, the, the fact that he admits that he doesn't know anything is shocking. Yeah. Uh, at this point in the book or Gary Stu. Yeah. All right. Gary Stu. That's right. Gary Stu. Um, is it, so, is it Blaise Pascal also a mathematician? Am I? I think so. I mean, frankly, back then, like they, they were intertwined because uh, uh, universities, colleges, that sort of thing. They they tended to be founded around churches. In fact, Thomas Jefferson's uh, University of Virginia, that was the first time that a university a, had ever been founded around a library. Instead he was of a, a physicist. Uh, he. Okay. He uh he there's he did a lot of work in hydrodynamics and uh probability. So as a scientist, there's no way that Altman would have not known who Pascal was. It would have been very unlikely. But but for those of you who are listening, again, we want to reemphasize just because you don't know, we're not saying that you're dumb if you don't know what this is, what what that is. But but uh Pascal's wager essentially states that you've got two choices. You got to you can believe in God, uh, and maybe if you, if you're right, you go to heaven and and you have a great afterlife and everything like that. Or you can not believe in God, and if you're right, uh, uh, you 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 just die. But if you're wrong on believing in God, nothing happens. You're fine. No harm, no foul. But if you're wrong about believing in God, uh, you're going to hell. So it's just there's basically there's more value in pretending in, in, in believing in a higher power right than not essentially right. um and, and uh, it's it, a very cynical thing it is it's <laughs> a super cynical think, thing 
you, you think a divine creator would be able to see through that bullshit, but there you have it. Um, but yeah, so that's Steven's way of explaining to him why he believes uh, he is a he is a uh, it's funny, too, because there's actually a line here after after he explains that to him. Steven's basically saying, you know, I, I, I believe because of this. And uh, Altman says, oh, my God, you become a true believer to which I say, no, he literally just told you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he's, Altman says, well, that's not how belief works. And he's uh, and yeah, like, yeah, Altman, he just told you uh, that. He's like, you can't right. just decide to believe. And Stevens is like, but I did. <laughs> right. That's that's exactly what he's getting at. So, uh, yeah. So they all uh, they, they'd say just hangs up on him. Uh, so basically, it's another chapter of Altman realizing just how deep all of the theological intentions of the people around him is getting. So fun fact, uh, a Pascal named after Blaise pa- Blaise Pascal uh, is a unit of measure as well used to quantify oh. internal pressure, stress, Young's modulus, and ultimate tensile strength. Which I feel like, yeah, another well, another thing that he he would have known. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I know why that, I'm picking but... this hill to die on for this book. But... <laughs> you need something at this point. You need something. <laughs> but the fact that he doesn't know who Blaise Pascal is as a scientist really bugs me. <laughs> right. It's 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 not the exactly the same, but it's kind of similar to like, you know, a, a, an English professor or something like you mentioning a great historian or something or like Magellan. You know, do you, you know Magellan's like, uh, no, of course you do. Yes, you, know, like, you know, who Magellan is. <laughs> have you do you know who Thoreau is? <laughs> right. Right. No. Tell me more. Uh so the next chapter we get um we get a look at uh the 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 scientists are having breakthroughs by studying the marker and they basically get the idea that the 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 symbols that are all over it uh might represent DNA. Yeah. And uh it's a representation of some sort of DNA uh sequence. So right. they're playing with that and trying to figure it out. And see, and and they they find through it that there's like a genetic code that's similar to uh, uh, humans, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, Showalter is is working on it. Uh, Altman's talking to Showalter, and Grote uh, Gute. Good name, right? That is a good. That is a good just, German name. Just a, just another name that is in no way shape or form stupid as hell uh, yeah I, I mean listen i i have a i have a german i have a german last name but grota guta guta is like come on man that's a like, lot like is he is he wearing later hosen too right right he's got an alpine horn you know like yeah so he he sent to him and he finds out that grota guta is a True believer, like everybody yep. in this place uh, believes in some way, shape or form. And they're having trouble. They're basically having trouble sequencing everything and getting it right. Right. Uh, trying to trying to figure out that because something doesn't fit in the pulse that the uh, the marker sends out versus the code that they're figuring it out. Yeah, it's it's just it's just wrong. You know, there's something right. It's it's not it's not it's not right. And, and Altman leaves Guta's thinking that. He's surrounded by madmen. 
fanatics, right. he calls them. Right. Um, Showalter, right. I think, makes the, and this is like the cool thing. I, I feel like it's almost a subtle reference to the thing um, where Showalter explains, because uh, Altman had, there was a chunk of the marker missing, right? That the drill had had broken a chunk off and Altman right. had it. And he was like, well, maybe we tried to put it back in or whatever. And Showalter says, um, it doesn't make a difference. The missing piece isn't crucial. In fact, no single piece is crucial. The marker is a complex, but internally replicated structure the same way. For instance, the pattern of a Nautilus replicates even as it tightens. So it's like, it's like each piece of it is its own single piece, you know, sort of like in the thing. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's the, uh, I, I might be bullshit. That's the, is that the Fibonacci sequence? Uh, I'm just making that up. What, the Nautilus? Yeah, like that's what makes me think of like it's 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 replicating itself even though it like it's no matter how small or big it is. It's oh, still yeah, 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 yeah. The, right. the Nautilus is, yeah, it is the shell of the Nautilus is like the literal Fibonacci sequence, like right. visualized. Right. Yeah, okay. it just keeps okay. like spinning out bigger and bigger. Yep. Right. Right. So yeah, that's basically what it is, and and they, and they points out that the only way to stop this from working is just to pulverize the goddamn thing. Yep. You'd have to absolutely uh, destroy it. Right. Right. Which which you know for whatever reason doesn't seem to pique an interest in Altman's mind. Yeah. It's, at this just, point, Altman just goes back to bed. Yeah. At this point, Altman, I feel like should be trending more towards John McClane. Um, yeah, yeah. In terms of solving this, but he's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not. He really isn't. It's not until the last second he he gets, he puts things together. He starts really uh, yippee-ki-yaying. Uh, right. Oh, oh, believe you me, audience, there's lots of yippee-ki-yaying uh, to come out of nowhere. Uh, so we get to Herr Dr. Goethe, I guess is how you say that. Yeah, Gute. Uh, and he is trying to figure out. He's he's left alone in his lab. He's sent the technicians home because they're all exhausted. He's been awake for days, and he starts uh, hallucinating uh, this woman uh, that I don't think. I think they say he never actually spoke to her. He just saw her and became uh, infatuated by her. Yeah, uh, which, it's a real creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> Um, if, if you guys ever get a chance, listen to Henry Rollins's story, uh, that he told to Tom Waits, uh, it, he, he met Tom Waits backstage and tells him this great story that has a lot of, uh, a lot of the same feelings, uh, here. <laughs> so he's, he's talking to this, this woman and, uh, and he says, uh, he says, and then you died and I thought I'd missed my chance, but now you're here again. And the ghost says, I'm just a projection of your mind. You know that. You told me that yourself. You know that I'm a construct made from your memories. Um, so you know it's 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 just coming out and saying it. Like I don't know if anyone. I don't know if they've actually. Yeah. Straight up said that yet. Right. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's a projection, and it's really the first time that we have like one of these these constructs admit that they are just a construct, which right. I believe should do more towards like rate. You know, making that sanity meter go back down sure like yeah i don't know why yeah, but it actually is makes a, him go a little crazier yeah <laughs> yeah because then he starts seeing his his uh his dear grandmother his, his grandmama which uh, which 
Why? Because because this is another example, like going back and forth and not, not really having a reason for it. Like it very has a very blase background thing where they just kind of candidly mention that she she had been killed, not that she died, but she'd right. been killed. And then then they just kind of leave it alone. And it's like, why do that? Why not just keep it on this other woman that he actually wanted to talk to? But yeah, whatever. And whatever. He, so she starts. Yeah. And he's and she starts freaking him out. And uh, he's he's getting really worked up uh, talking to the ghost of his grandmother because he doesn't really want to talk to her the way that he wanted to talk to uh, the, the woman that he didn't know, which is odd. But uh, he doesn't. And uh, so he starts trying to set up a, a sedative for himself. Right. Um, he wants a sedative so he can actually go to sleep. And wouldn't you know it, the sedative turns out not to be uh, a sedative at all. Uh, but it's actually he has injected himself with the flesh sample uh, that they had gotten from space. Uh, right. space from the uh, see, yeah see it's a uh, I'm, I'm wishing yeah. i was in space it's uh from underwater uh he somehow he he somehow sucks up this flesh sample it says that it's way harder than usual for him yeah. to in to to get it into the syringe right and, and he starts and he injects in. himself yep yeah yeah and he, and he and he gets it into his arm and uh and it and, it, and it's and clearly shit's gone wrong yeah immediately, uh, immediately. shit has gone wrong um, so his arm starts tingling and then go numb and then it starts getting funky. Um, yeah. 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 So he's he's trying to go to he starts running to the marker to to go yeah. to go talk to the marker about his arm. Um, right. Right. Yeah. They, 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 they his 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 grandmother, quote unquote, tells him that there's like a dead space. There's the title. That's, uh, that's oh. the name of the book. Yeah, that's, it surrounds the marker, and if he's right there at the marker, then it'll keep the horrible thing he's injected into himself from progressing, basically. Right. Yeah, and then, uh, so he, he gets inside, um, and then cracks, uh, rolls up, and shoots him in the head. Yeah, yeah, for all <laughs> intents and purposes. He, he passes the guards, he runs by, he and, and it does work. It seems to work. Like, when it he's seems at the to marker, work. whatever's inside of him st- stops, stops freaking out. mutating and him. And then he gets... And then crack shoots him in the head. Yep. Um, and uh, and they so they take the body uh, and Markov wants them like they're going to they're going to examine the body. They gave it to the some lab people. And this is uh, really t- where shit starts hitting the fan. Right. This is where we finally get into anything that you could reasonably refer to as dead space. Yeah. Because um, um, <clears throat> basically uh, they they take the body um, and they they uh they bring it to the the morgue and mm-hmm. a couple of the scientists there are like hey you know let's let's talk to fields you know um and while they're talking to field about the dead body uh whoops uh the body is still doing things it's still mutating um and this is and it's more slapstick by the way it's more slapstick like, yeah it's it's covered in a sheet and like they're talking amongst themselves and they're like the sounds of bones snapping under the it's sheet like, that's just the body like, settling that's not it's the body settling no big thing i've heard lots of bodies settle you haven't heard it you know but it's it just it gets really really stupid and uh and before you know it uh uh dr hair dr Guta's, you know monster necromorph 
corpse body is is tearing people to shreds. You want a necromorph? That's how you get a necromorph. You get it. You get you. Get, yeah, there you go, my friends. You wanted a necromorph. We got a goddamn necromorph. Yep. Um. Meanwhile, yeah. in meanwhile, back at the ranch, and and grandma was beating off. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. I want to finish this chapter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Almond's having a dream of Ada. Um. Uh, and she tells him that uh, basically the thing that's going to help their relationship is uh, she wants to have a baby, uh, which is usually around the time most of us are like, hey, listen, this has been real cool and all. You're a swell gal. Uh, but instead, he wakes up to Field uh, calling him. Yep. Yep. And uh, Field basically is just. Just informing Altman that uh, things are happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right outside of his door too. Uh, he can hear screams and stuff, and and Fields telling him that the swords are sprouting from its back, which is a weird way of putting it. Yeah, um, it's weird. Weird to call them swords, uh, right? Bones. They use scythes at some points. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, um, Still feels a little D&D nerd, but, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. From this point on, it's mostly action sequences of, right. of just trying to just running around. Uh, my favorite, yeah, they, my no, favorite moment, my favorite description is the man screamed. This is when one of the creatures is killing a scientist named White, who I don't know. Um <laughs> the man screamed and tried to run. The creature's sides were gouging into White's back, which had already grown bloody. It pulled him close like a lover and leaned yeah. to bite his neck. It's like we got, we got, um, and, and this is the same writer who referred to being punched in the stomach almost lovingly. lovingly. <laughs> you know, it's funny because my favorite uh, description is right after that. But it's for somewhat different reasons. It goes on right directly from there. It was terrible to watch White flopping like a fish out of water, screaming in a way Altman had heard only once before when a rabbit had been shot in the head, but lived long enough to realize it was desperately hurt. This is this is the this is it. And this is and it doesn't go on. We don't get a new scene. We don't get a like a flashback. It's just this little moment. And I'm just imagining him like going far away in his eyes, that faraway look and just imagining this moment that really doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, and show Walter being like, Hey, 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 snap out of it. Like we've got, <laughs> we've got to deal with this. If you're going to do it, go all the way or don't like, just don't, but we don't need, we don't need one sentence of like, there was this one time he saw a rabbit. That was like, no fucking get on with it. Get on with it. Like yeah. we're, we are, we are 80% done with this book either go all the way and give us something that matters or don't bring it up at all. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just move it along. Um, right. So yeah, they, they realize that they're going to have to uh, dismember white. Um, That's right. Yeah. Uh, so the two of them were standing together. So basically they, they, they rip him apart. So he, he doesn't transform. Uh, Altman says, I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same. It's his deep moment. It's his deep moment. We can't make fun of his deep moment, Kevin. Can we? Uh, we sure can. Um, we sure can. It was really stupid. It was really stupid. 
Um, I mean, it, it, we we've already, we have had one moment before we talked about where he he's dealing with like when he when he has to strangle uh, the one guy and he doesn't go down as fast and everything like that. Um, and that was and I and I stand by what I said before. That was pretty effective storytelling. Um, with this, you've literally dismembered another human being like you've taken up him apart limb from limb removed arms legs sockets Face joints all that shit off. yeah yeah you're gonna say something i i don't know if i'll never be the same is going to quite cut it, it seems <laughs> comical at that point you know it seems a little silly right then so anyway altman is gonna get more opportunities though to just get his john mcclain on yeah uh, meanwhile, Markov is basically just watching all this happen on his uh, yeah. screens and he's telling cracks like, yeah, you got two seconds to tell me what's going on. And cracks is like, well, the monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, monsters. I don't know how much else I can. Yeah. I don't know how many more details I can offer you here, pal. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And they basically they come up with a an escape route. They, like they're they're, they're the figuring out, out how to get out of there. They're gonna right exactly. They're gonna get out of there. And then in in fifty chapter fifty nine, Altman and Showalter are talking about Markov, and right. um, like what about him? What does he think about, about all this? And Showalter's like, I don't fucking know, man. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't say that, but he should have. <laughs> he should have. In that way, Showalter would be speaking for all of us. Uh, yeah, like they're just sitting here having these conversations about people who aren't there while they're like literally gunning down monsters, uh, uh, monsters, the necromorphs, sir. They're just right. like, <laughs> this isn't normal, guys. This is not how you do these things. So and we do have, by the way, this is where we get we get our first bit of uh, equipment that would be similar to what you'd see in the game. We've got the plasma cutter. We get, we get uh, ourselves a plasma cutter. Yeah, which is, you know, I never, I, I don't know about you, Kevin, I never really used much else other than the plasma cutter in the game. Yeah, no, if you, if you uh, have the plasma cut- cutter, like, fully leveled up, it's, you, yeah. can, you can pretty much just stick with it for the entire game. It was pretty effective, yeah, I'd have that, and I'd have the, the torch, you know, for when the little guys, yeah. the little gribbly guys came. Right. But that was it, like, yeah. so, so, pretty effective weapon. Yeah, it is, a, it, it, when you're dealing with necromorphs, there's nothing better than the plasma cutter. <laughs> oh my god we need a oh my god where's the nearest plasma cutter we need we what what advertising can we do for them we need this is this is our this is our big break this is our break man this is the moment uh, so. so there's a um there they basically start getting picked there's like three of them there's altman show and a guy named furt yeah furt <laughs> Who is just the third dumbest name in this book? Um, and they're they're working their ways down down some hallways, and uh, they basically just get picked off one by one. Um, yeah. Showalter having the worst of the deaths. He has the um, he falls into a a a puddle of goo. Um, right. <laughs> a creature tackles him, and then there's this puddle of goo that's just like expanding forward at, at one point. <laughs> The creature yeah. and, the, and Showalter fall into the goo and are just consumed. I guess I think of the 1980s version of the blob is is basically Ugh. what I'm. <laughs> that movie fucking rules. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking too. 
Uh, it, it, it has such a funny because it's like it is. It's basically what it is. It's a gelatinous cube. Uh, and uh, it's making it and it's growing as it consumes things. And it's this great line. How big would it get? Were there any limits? Would it consume the entire world? Like, <laughs> I just love that line so much because I because here's the thing. We've made fun of them for some stupid dialogue here. That's actually something that I believe a person would say, uh, say or think to themselves when faced with this kind of just absurd horror. Like like you're just you're just completely cracked looking at all these horrible things happening. People are dying and you see something like that and you're like, "Can it eat the planet? I don't know." I like, don't know, I, man. I, I actually believe a person would say that. <laughs> oh my god but yeah and by the way uh, uh th- this whole time uh altman is just a badass by the way like, he, is, like this- he is suddenly like gary stewing it up he's yeah. he's making a stew it down there yeah. um, he's just yeah he's just he's just he's a just a crack shot just a badass and and cool as a cucumber cool as a cucumber uh, it is so weird and nonsensical but i thought about it a little bit today um and it kind of, it, it, you know, if you think about it, that is kind of how Isaac is in the video game. He's an engineer. He's not a soldier. Right. Uh, and he does kind of step to the plate and, and become a, He steps you know, up to the plate. Yeah. Yeah. Marine style badass kind of but thing. I so think, I guess I, I think, can forgive that. I think the thing that makes sense for Isaac and it's a good, it's a, it's a nice storytelling device is because he is an engineer and the tools that he uses initially are literally just engineering tools. Like right. he's he's using what he knows, which is like the right. plasma cutter, you know, <laughs> in order to, to yeah. fight. It these just things happens off. to be a, a point and shoot item. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, yeah. That does make sense. That Yeah. That at least makes some level of sense. But yeah. Anyway. So they're, yeah. they're, they're just shooting their way through and suddenly it's just down to Altman. It's down to Altman. He is the final girl. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's, he's, and he's and he's running up those steps to the top of that house. Yep. Uh, um, he's a he, super smart guy. He sees a um, he gets a, 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 a message from Ada, a holovid. Um, but they can't really talk to each other. It's just like a, a recording that's being broadcast over and over again. Right. Uh, it's yeah, pre recorded. It's pre recorded. I have a feeling that he, this is a this is a um hallucination. Because yeah. in the game, yeah. hallucinations also took the form of holovids or, or or screen messages, right? Sure. I think sure. I think they did. Um, I, I think so too. And and it makes and it makes sense for the rea- uh, realization that like that that he comes to he he kind of starts to realize that he eventually uh, just thinks about it and is like Ada's dead. And he just kind of comes to that conclusion. Yeah, and it kind of matches up that way. Yeah, he because re- he realizes that the the only people that you hallucinate about are dead people, and right. he's like right. that must mean Ada is dead. Right. Um, he finds he finds Field eventually and is asking Field like, you know, Ada's around here, right? And feels like I haven't seen her. I have yeah. no idea where she is. Yeah. Uh, which which kind of between that and and the fact that the only people who you hallucinate are the dead kind of makes him draw to that conclusion. Right. Yep. And um, so Altman and Fields basically meet up, and they're making a run for it. They they're basically climbing the final ladder. 
And field gets sliced up. And field just goes down. Fine. Poor field. Poor field. Field would have gotten out had he not waited for Altman. Basically, he would have. That's. It's true. It's absolutely true. And and it's funny because we actually. I will say this for this book. Field, the guy who Altman hates, waits right, to save think, Altman. I think he might be the best developed character in this book. He actually has an arc. He has an arc like he changes, he grows and then he dies. And I thought at the very beginning, like, you know, if you listen to the first episode after uh, after we the last time we see field, I'm just basically certain we're never going to see this guy again. Yeah. And I'm so wrong. And he grows. I think he's the best developed character in the book. It's so ridiculous. He has a really grotesque death, though. (laughs) He does. He does. You know, which I I take as a, a sign of love. Yeah, from the uh, from, from the, the author, the, from a little love letter from author to field as fields right. fields head popped off like a grape yeah. thunking <laughs> down to the floor below the body knocking against the walls uh, and the ladder swiftly followed it. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's so fucking funny because literally <laughs> half a page later, uh, Altman's gotten away. He's 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 uh, he gets into one of the boats. He climbs into it, gets the motor going, and who's uh, who's fucking next to him? It's Field. Field. <laughs> like he's just he's just he, he like just there he is. Oh, hello, Altman. Someone said, "Leave me alone, Field." Which <laughs> just goes back to the theme of Altman being so blasé with these ghosts. <laughs> like, oh, come on, Field, not again, you know. And, uh, and and the ghost basically, he's trying to escape. He's trying to leave, and the ghost is like, "Dude, it's not done. You know, you, you, the, the convergence is still going to happen. Yep. Uh, you have to go back, and you have to stop all of this." And uh, and Altman thinks, "I'm not going back." And then in the next chapter, uh, he he basically gets started on going back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but not before he gets to land. He gets to land and. And who do we find but Chava and Chava Chava and the town drunk who had lost his name? It's just like, why? (laughs) So, yeah, and this is another this is the next step in the the great grand back and forth back and uh, forth. Yeah, the creepy. Exactly. (laughs) He goes and he and he makes his way to the uh, like the the outer gate of the government building that's right there on land. And he's, he like, he tries to get in and they, and, and who is it? But it Terry, Terry. Oh, Terry, uh, Terry, lonelier Terry. Now Terry is just all alone now. Yeah. But he's, but he's guarding this, this building. Altman says, you know, <laughs> he's like, can I come in? And Terry says, no, <laughs> And Altman goes, fine, fuck you. And Terry seems to then realize who he is. And he goes, hold on, you're not going to leave. You're coming in. You're coming with me. Yeah, and Altman says, I, I first they can't come in, and then you're insisting that I come in, which is exactly, yes, you're right. That's the dumbest thing ever. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. And, he, and, he, and, he, and they get into this fight, and Altman, like, uh, uh, he cuts his arm off or his, his hand it's, off. It, it's basically like the Han Solo Greedo scene before, right? The um, be- <laughs> and like, like, 
like it happens in an instant and like Terry is just kind of standing there and is like his hand just like falls off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that scene in Resident Evil Village where uh where uh oh, yeah, Lady yeah, Dimitrescu but... like just puts her claw <laughs> through her hand and all of a sudden you and just like, slides oh, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And so he gets away and he like and, and he and he's gonna he's gonna go and, and Chava wants to come with him for some reason. Because I guess Chava's been spending this whole time just going, fuck. I should have been there to help him kill some zombies. I yeah. guess I don't know. He wants sure. to go with him. This scene and is Altman, so weird. It's like it's so really weird. Jumbled. Basically, the long and short of it is, um, like they, I think, was it Chava? Uh, Chava shows him weapons. Chava, yeah, right. Chava, Chava gives him guns and a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the chainsaw. Let's not forget. And he says, and he says they, they came from his father, Chava's father. And this line, what did, what exactly does your father do? He asked. He is for the people. He is for a moment. He couldn't think of the words, and then it suddenly came to him: ecological gorilla. Oh right, that old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake! And then Can we Al- get on with the story, please? And then Altman <laughs> says, like to me, it's Altman has now played by bruce campbell and it's like it's like it it, it like does a crash zoom in into his face and he says thank god for tree huggers and and he he pulls he he turns the chainsaw like he doesn't turn the chainsaw on the book but i think if this were a movie (laughs) my god it's just yeah it's such a silly moment and by the the chainsaw and left the rest (laughs) right And, and he and he's like and he stops speaking in contractions again when he's around this boy. Yeah. Um, like he says, no, it is not a game. You cannot come. I must find weapons and go alone. And it just sounds like it sounds exactly like that. Like like some white yeah. American insisting that if I speak loudly and with. No, he's, yeah, you know, he's actually yelling in this. <laughs> right, right. If there are no apostrophes in my speech, this, this kid will understand me better. And uh, so basically, <laughs> I'm just yeah, looking at the line. <laughs> These monsters are they trees? <laughs> right, that's right. He's got the chainsaw on him against his. These monsters are they trees? And it's like, oh, oh, good. That's that's a totally normal thing that for just someone goes to say. Off onto a tangent of yes, they're trees, but how can trees be monsters? It's hard to explain. And what kind of tree? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can we get on with it? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if like the author or or the editors or something were like, hey, come on. You got to bring back the funny Mexican kid just for some some much needed punch up humor. You know, like just some dialogue. humor. Yeah. That'll be fun. And also and like. like- no, man- but, but, yeah. Yeah. Continue. Continue. I just. <laughs> well, it's just like, we're just we're all we're so. We're so close. You know? <laughs> and the drunk, the drunk, by the way, why was he even in the scene to begin with? If there's you're just no gonna point. write him out of the scene. Immediately <laughs> to a, to, he he sh- talk about how he was thirsty. Right. Like the, he's there when the guy shows up, he doesn't speak a goddamn word, and then when he comes back from the, the government building or whatever, Chava's there by himself, and he's like, Where, 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 where's the drunk? And he goes, Oh, he was thirsty. With the well, oh, good, great, that's great. We just we really earned that scene, didn't we? 
What we, in the fuck? We earned the crap out of that scene. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so, so Altman talks to Cracks. Yeah, he sees Cracks on the and and they just they have a you the usual like they have a tete Where's tete. Ada? She's she's here. She's here. Like you know, he he threatens. He's on he's on a phone with him, and he says, you know, you, you know, Ada's here, and if you come back to the government building, boy howdy, will we let you see her? And he's like, put her on. He goes, she can't. She's having period stuff or whatever. <laughs> you know, just like I can't put her well, on. She's just too embarrassed. You know what? And it would have been the cramps are so bad. It would have been perfect. If um if you know, cracks just held her body up like and it was just like, <laughs> with sunglasses on and it was right <laughs> weekend at Bernie's it's like weekend at Bernie's <laughs> hi baby it's me it sure would be cool of you to come back and hang out with me and cracks he's got the best weed it's awesome <laughs> like just yeah so. Yeah, Altman hangs up on him, and 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 he's and and makes his way uh, to the to the boat and makes his way through the water and and he is going back. He's going uh, the, back. The, 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 the he's the, the 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 great back and forth of Robert the great Altman continues. He, he has a really the great backening. Yeah, the great backening. The fourth inning is over. We are now at the backening, and uh, absolutely he. He has a lot of like introspection about the marker in chapter sixty-one. <sighs> he, he 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 uh he thinks of Ada some more. Yeah. What did she and, mean uh, by that, having that, a baby? Like she what what do you what did you mean? It was on your head, man. <laughs> right, yeah, that was you, dude. Like, and you know that too. That's the thing, he's very fully aware of the fact that this is all in his head. Yeah. So what does she mean? Well, what do you think? What do you think she means? Let's let's examine that. You You know what? Let's not. Yeah. Is Stevens dead? Can you hallucinate the psychiatrist and work things out with him? Yeah, that would be very convenient. You know, it's like, well, the therapist is dead, so I don't have to pay him. So that's good. (laughs) What if humanity is going to die either way? This is these are the deep, deep thoughts. And then we get to part seven. The end of the world. The end of the world. Um, And this this is part seven. No joke is basically just it's just Evil Dead Two, or yeah. or Army of Darkness. He has he has a yeah. chainsaw and he's just going to town on necromorphs for the most part. It is it is it is both it is both physically smaller than the other parts of this book. Like there are fewer pages, and there's even less actual stuff going on in it. Uh, so if it feels like we're tearing through it. Uh, rest assured, it's mostly because mostly because it's a it's a really really short, uh, just action style sequence, and partially also because we just want this to be done. Yeah, he uh, he's basically so yeah he he gets to 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 sixty chapter sixty two first chapter in part seven. He throws open the hatch and it just becomes a sneaking mission. And right. um, he finds he the first thing he comes up is he sees the field monster, <laughs> the monster yeah. that field oh, poor became field poor field poor field. It's still <laughs> hanging around the ladder. Um, yep. Yeah. And uh, he he runs in, like there's a lot of descriptions of the necromorphs in the following pages that are. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like you remember this one from the game. Wink. 
Yeah. <laughs> we told you we'd reference the game. I hope you're enjoying it. These enjoying final it. 20 pages. Yep. This is, uh, this is yeah. it. <laughs> he, he, sneaked, he basically sneaks until he can't sneak no more. Uh, he brings out his chain blade, uh, revs that, cries out for the emperor, and starts, you know, dismembering <laughs> necromorphs. Let's, uh, cries havoc and lets slip the dogs of war. Um, right, right. I had to get my, I had to get my prerequisite, uh, Warhammer 40k sure, reference. Sure, sure. Yeah, one per episode. We gotta have at least one per episode or else. One per, baby. The, uh, the, the universe collapses in on itself. Uh, exactly. We get and the, you don't want that. We get, we get the same exact joke from earlier in the book where basically there's somebody else still alive and the guy is like, who's there? Who's in the system? And <laughs> Altman, Altman's the here's here's the narration. The man was vaguely familiar. It was, he realized, the man who had taken him to see the marker in its chamber for the first time. What was his name? Harm something. Yes, that was it. Harmon. Henry Harmon. Henry Harmon. That's it's better than it's better than Bacon. some kind of breakfast food. Yeah. <laughs> God. Bacon, ham, Hammond. Hammond and Harmon. Hammond, yeah. Hammond and Harmon. It's the and, H names. <laughs> it's the H names. Those are the ones that they're just beyond him for whatever reason. Beyond Altman. Actually, no, it was the current it was I forget who 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 did the bacon line, but um, so Allman makes it his 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 mission to come and get Harmon, um, yeah. which basically it's this is like your basic um, he, he wants to do it, but now he can't. There's like there's something in the way. So the way to go is through the submarine bay. Um, it feels very you know what it feels like? It feels like suddenly we're in a mission from prey the the arcane game yeah. where it's like oh sure. in order to get to this part of the space station you actually have to do a spacewalk around <laughs> right right so altman has to basically it's, do a swim around a swim walk yeah a swim yeah. walk <laughs> yeah he's got a and and it's very oh and it's very tense he 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 uh he realizes he he takes the uh plasma cutter with him cuz that one's going to work underwater for whatever reason sure. uh, whereas the chainsaw won't uh why not <laughs> yeah why not and uh and and he has a lot of moments of finding little pockets of air you know it's it's i i did have the uh almost drowning theme from sonic the hedgehog playing in my background uh, playing in the background of my head like yeah like like the whole time i was reading this um and eventually i did i laughed out loud there's a moment where he finds this, he's like, he's he's figuring it out in his head, and he's like, holy shit, there's no way I'm going to live. Like, I can't, the, the, basically, where I'm trying to get is too far. Uh, there's too many things for me to wiggle around. I'm going to drown. And he finds this little pocket of air, uh, coincidentally, and, uh, and he rushes up to it so hard that he smacks his head <laughs> into the metal piping above it. And it was just like, it's, I'll say, I will say there was something so evocative about that, that I actually put my hand on my head because I've absolutely done that kind of shit. Yeah. Like just the top of your head, like banging right into something above you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, so he he does that. <laughs> he, he He's searching for air and he finally gets through. And now uh, he it's a whole lot of like back and forth to get the, the door open. 
Um, yeah. And then he he's basically it becomes a sneaking mission again. And he has to sneak down a bunch of hallways in order to get to Harmon. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, he's woken up. He, he passes out. He blacks out and he's woken up by the ghost of his father. Um, who this is the first time I believe his father's been mentioned, isn't it? Or am I, I, I think completely out of my mind? I think so. Yeah. It's like and and like and just kind of casually slips in that his father like li- helps him up and he can smell liquor on his father's breath. And this is another moment. It's the exact same thing as the rabbit thing we were just talking about. Where I'm like, motherfucker, we don't have time. Yeah. Like, what? Are you, why are you introducing something? It's like either either. Give us the whole thing or don't bring it up at all. What are you doing? Pick a lane. Pick like, a lane. Either like, Altman, yeah. e- either Altman's backstory matters or it doesn't. Pick right. one. Right. <laughs> it's like, like, all right. So, so his father, they reenact the daddy drank sketch from kids in the hall. <laughs> and, and he finally makes his way to Harmon. Yeah. Who is nuts. Who is just like Harmon is it. off his rocker. Yeah, he's completely cracked. He's he's got, you know, he he. It's actually really funny. It's actually a genuinely funny moment <laughs> where uh, Harmon says, "I knew, I knew they the the marker would. Uh, I knew that the marker would save me." And Altman's like, "Actually, it was me who saved you." He's like, I yes, actually, I called you me. and told you I was coming. No, you didn't tell me. I knew. Right. right. <laughs> It's like, you know what? That actually is pretty spot on as far as like religious fanatics are concerned. That's 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 actually some solid writing. I will give it to you. So and then Harmon's like, touch the marker, touch it, touch it, touch it. He says it'll 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 love you. You'll feel its love if you touch it. Um, And uh, so finally, basically, just to like get Harmon off his dick, essentially, he, he touches it. And uh, instead of instead of like love, he basically starts hallucinating everything, uh, everything, like everything and they've they've lived with up until that moment. Right. Which I think is something I happens, which happens to Isaac as well uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the Dead Space games. Um, but yeah, he he sees everything. And I think it like breaks Isaac's brain. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> like that's part of the thing is like Isaac needs is is like gonna die because his brain is broken from the marker. <laughs> right, right. It's 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 yeah. He starts yeah. He he he. See, wait, there's a great line here. The hallucinations had been trying to protect them, but they had failed. Uh, right. So basically, yeah. Like the 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 hallucinations are not. It's weird. It isn't clear because the marker clearly wants him to spread all of this shit sure but the hallucinations are some sort of side effect that's trying to protect them yeah the hallucinations so basically what i from from what i understand or gather and this is like little bits of lore that i'm picking out of this and i'm extrapolating on is that in the human brain there was already a built-in like defense system against the marker and these are the uh-huh. and they were the hallucinations the marker See? does not want like the hallucinations are 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 not from the marker they're from our they've come from within ourselves to basically There's some sort of evolution it's like an evolutionary defense against what the marker wants 
Because man, I wish that's cool as shit. Why did it is cool as shit? But and that's that should have awesome. been. <laughs> what, what the fuck is that on the book? That's awesome. God damn that's it! What, that's, that's what like, I read. Cool that's shit. what I that was. That's what I basically took from the hallucinations have been trying to protect them. Also, like the hallucinations were not a function of the marker, but of something else that stood in opposition, something that was ingrained into his own brain. So basically, like right. so, like. The hallucinations, that's why the halluc- all hallucinations are like, you must stop convergence because. But clearly, but clearly they, they've, you know, it's one of those evolutionary constructs that isn't really great at its job. It because- doesn't, it doesn't do great. It's, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work very well, clearly. Right. Um, but, but the one good thing that comes of it is when he snaps out of it, he starts just like dialing in shit on the keyboard and he realizes kind of, he's unconsciously doing this. He's basically recording uh, the blueprints for a new marker. Right. Yep. Uh, Um, Which kind of that sets up the, that basically sets up the game. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he, he, he's seeing, he's basically seeing through the matrix now. Right. Yeah. He's, he's the one, uh, he's Neo. Yeah, he's this is this is the moment. He knows kung fu. He knows kung fu. And uh yeah, he's doing his best to create something with the marker that will protect them that will that will, you know, right. basically stop the convergence and all that stuff. So and while he's doing this, he's lying to Harmon and telling him, "Oh yeah, this is what the marker wants." Yeah, this is what the marker wants. So he sent they s- transmit an image of the marker like his creation of the marker back to the marker. And by doing that, it shuts the marker off because right. he's saying to the marker, like, yeah, no, here's the plans for you for making another one of you. That's what you want, right? And the marker's yeah. like, you got it, dude. And then take it basically yeah. goes into <laughs> basically goes he's into like, a nap. Like, <laughs> right. He's, he's got and, we got we got we got the plan, so you can shut up now. Like Yeah. And uh and Harmon, oh Harmon pulls Pulls uh, some profit shit here too. Uh, he tells him, you know, this is what this is what the marker wants. Marker be praised, said Harmon, and then he added, Altman be praised. Oh, ooky yeah. spooky, ooky spooky. So basically, um, he he doesn't trust the marker, and now they're trying to make their escape. Um, yeah, they're trying to get the hell out of it. <laughs> Harmon says the marker, <laughs> the marker wants us to leave. Um, right, right. It's it really is that simple in many cases, isn't it? Where you're just like, oh no, you know, the market told me uh, you guys shouldn't uh, shouldn't be doing this anymore. Yeah, that's smart. I'm a smarty pants. Yeah. So uh. <laughs> um, basically, they they start escaping, and then Altman uh, uses Harmon's authorization code to begin flooding the lab to basically just right. sink it again. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> Harmon, Harmon doesn't really believe him, but Altman just kind of like, uh, takes him at, um, at like gunpoint. Um, right. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to save your life or I'm going to kill you right here. So we get it's a, we, really weird. we get a good, like, um, we get a good, like countdown sequence now. Now it's like, it's yeah. we're, we're Metroiding. <laughs> Right on out of yes. here. <laughs> oh yeah, the mo- mother brain is dead. Mother brain is and, dead, and, and now we gotta, we gotta get, get out. the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, 
That's exactly it. So they, they get out. Long story short, we've got some more swimming sequences. You go through, they go through everything. They have to get around uh, some of the monsters. It's, it's actually, it is an interesting note that just because the marker shuts down, they notice that the, the, the creatures are still active. They're a little lethargic and kind of sluggish, but they're still there. Um, so he plays, you know, cowboy some more and badass shoots him and does the whole thing. Yep. And, and eventually they get on a boat. They, they get out from underwater, get on a boat, and they start heading back to shore. And Harmon knocks Altman out with the anchor. It is the stupidest sequence. Like, he's literally... <laughs> I'm just going to read it. He was, he was just thinking he should check on Harmon when he realized that he was standing there behind him. He turned and was struck in the side of the head by the anchor, knocked out of his seat. I don't know if you've ever picked up an anchor, Kevin. Yeah, uh, it is not easy to do strikings with. It's 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 kind of right there in its name. Uh, they're mo- mostly meant to stay put. Uh, so this little dorky scientist could get the get the uh, the the drop on old Altman, and it's just this is bad writing. It's just bad. Uh, like <laughs> he like Harmon says, you know, you were lying to me. I knew you were lying to me. And uh, Altman's like really fucked with that because he's like, oh, I saved you. You know, I saved your life. And now this is how you repay me. So this this writing is just so stupid. Altman lay there, eyes glazed. A warm fluid was puddling up against his cheek and his mouth. It was only when he tried to swallow that he realized it was blood. It took him another minute to realize it was his own. Are we being paid by the letter here? He tasted blood. That's all we needed. That's all we needed. Why is it? Why is it? It's not important that he forgets that he has blood uh, in this oh so important moment. It's 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 just very sloppy. Yeah. Uh, And and he he blacks out for like the 19th time in this book. And then we we get an epilogue, which isn't an epilogue. It just should have been the next chapter. It's it's a three. (laughs) Is it three parts? Three part epilogue. It's 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 a several chapter epilogue, right? It's a three chapter <laughs> epilogue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So, it's not an epilogue, though. It's the, the end of the story. It's just the end of the story. It's just the end of the like story. an epilogue. I, I, I don't it's like this is not the function of an epilogue to me. I, I no. maybe maybe I'm misreading it, but it's like this is not an epilogue. An epilogue is like it's just a little bit more of the the universe you know tying up some loose ends or what have you you know it's yeah it's it's basically it's it's kind of like the cool down if you think of it like that like if you if you you work out or something like that uh uh it's like a cool down at the end of the uh thing so you don't seize up i guess it it basically here you go here you go i'll look it up the the definition of an epilogue uh, is the section or speech at the end of a book or play that serves as a comment on or a conclusion to what has happened, which I guess technically it's what we're doing, but it's no different in form or function from any of the other chapters. So, right. Whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah, they uh, basically he's been captured by Markov. Um, yeah. And he gets to sit with the, the, the three stooges of evil uh, as they explain their devious plan to him. Ooh, uh, yes. 
you know, he he has basic. Yeah. And like it's cracks Markov Stevens. Uh, they admit uh, that Ada killed herself, uh, cut her own throat. Oh, no, no. Cracks uh, is not there. Oh, this is the very beginning. It's a the, the see. This is how long of an epilogue it is. Oh, Cracks right. Is at the beginning. The very- and then yeah, they have they have a little moment, and then he just stays in a mental. It, it feels like a mental hospital. They put him in like Jacob's Ladder style kind right. of shit, and they've just got him drugged up, and they come back, and this time it's just Markov. Uh, uh, is it just Markov or Stevens? Markov and Stevens and Cracks oh, have become right. yeah. expendable. <laughs> yeah, we have the nineteenth time we hear that word. Yep. Uh, so they they basically do the James Bond villain thing of explaining their evil plan. Um, but but the difference is there's only like six pages left in the book. Um, and this is the great twist. Uh, 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 of of this book, uh, for anyone who's played the Dead Space games, you've you've heard of Altman. You hear of him as this, you know, prophet character who founded the religion, and you find out that basically he is more valuable to them as a martyr because they are going to extend uh, legitimacy to the Church of Unitology. They're going to make it a real thing where only the top level people know about all this bullshit. Uh, it's very Scientology, right? And uh, and and they're gonna kill him, yep. basically, because as a prophet. So basically, you've played the game, and you maybe thought of Altman as this sick, evil individual or something like that, and it turns out he's he's just a he's he's you know be, been used by these guys as a flunky for for the bad guys who are the real evil behind the whole thing, right? And uh, yeah, it's it's a mess, and so. <laughs> They find out, uh, you know, and then and they and they tell them like, "We're gonna kill you, we're gonna kill you. We've got a really, really fucked up death waiting for you too." You know, really so fucked up. Death. So, so oh, bas- it's fucked up. Basically, they just throw him into a pit to fight uh, cracks, the cracks monster. Cracks, who has become who has become uh, a monster. Yep. Uh, this guy that is in the book for like 25 pages. Yeah. And, and I was kind of in fear and that's the end. That's the end, by the way. And I, and so, you you know, the, the monster lunges after him and, and and presumably Altman dies. That's the end of the book. And I was infuriated by this. Yeah. It's so Um, dumb. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's useless. Um, it, it doesn't, because they had basically said they, they, you know, said Ada, they, at first they say Ada killed herself and then they kind of confess that, you know, cracks just killed her, uh, because she was too, uh, you know, she was too dangerous. She wasn't playing ball. And, um, so in this final moment, they're like, Oh, we got a really fucked up way for you to die. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm like, paying attention. Oh, they're going to, they're going to roll out a monster. That's like looking like it, Ada. Yeah, and that was exactly where my head went. I was like, it's going to be an Ada monster. Like, Ada dies, and she's a necromorph now. That's that's like a really tragic, cruel, clever kind of way to end this. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, at least. Like, that's going to be interesting. Right, right. No. 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 No, we the don't get that. The monster's just this, this guy who is this, a bad guy. This goon that, that basically... Uh, Altman had zero connection to. Yeah, he tortured him once. He tortured him once. They, that, they really got to know each other. 
and he and he only appears like sixty percent of the way through the book. And, yeah. Uh, but he's the he's the one. He's the one. That's the. It's it made me so angry. It was so dumb because it was just right there. It's it, I don't you know we've talked about this before. It's not our business to tell a person how to write their book. No. You know. But. But it was right there. It was right there. It just, I'm not even, and I'm not even claiming, I'm a writer, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not, I hear you. But I'm not claiming, like, it took any level of skill right. for me to come up with that. Right. It, it was just, like, right there. It was a present based on how they were writing things out. It was like, oh, obviously, that's what happens next. Right. <laughs> they just made it that much less meaningful. It could uh, have been, it could have been, it could have been, it would have been more meaningful if it was, like, Tim, Tom, and Terry. <laughs> it would have been it would have been more fun it would have been more fun like where's the, where's that boss fight i want to fight the tim tom and terry monsters yeah yeah uh, come on that sounds awesome and put that throw, in the game where's that dlc throw hammond down there too yeah wait bacon bacon <laughs> no no sorry no it's another another breakfast. ham ham <laughs> And by Sausage. the way, that's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing. Hammond is the, is is not an, a common name. No, so it's not. I think I can be forgiven for assuming that when we're introduced to a character named Hammond near the beginning of the book, that he would somehow turn out to be related to or in some way connected to the captain of the ship in the first game, right. Hammond. And I was like, I was like, okay, so they have to be related in some way. No, nah. it's never brought up again. It's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. And it's such sloppy writing. It is. And it, you know, it's just like it's sloppy writing. And it's it uh, I got so many problems with this book. All of the all the female characters are like basically uh, subservient. Most, there are more there are more ghosts. Who are female in this book? Yes, alive. yeah, more, more. There are more, and they're never spoken of again. They're never spoken of again. There's Ada, and that's pretty much it as as a as a leading female character. Um, I don't yeah. get the vibe. I mean, maybe some of the scientists, but it was mostly he. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of he's when talking about the scientists. Um, I don't recall a lot of she's. Um, no, it's, no, it was, it was, it was mostly, it was the Bruja at the very beginning. The Bruja at the very beginning, be who turns out to be a ghost, a very powerful, yeah. powerful ghost. Um, oh, yeah. But the a Jesus, ghost nonetheless. Uh, your, your footprints uh, yeah. in the sand. <laughs> what was the thing is, like, everybody was seeing the Bruja, right? Yeah, I think, I don't know. The way the like, Bruja, it's not clear. The way the Bruja worked was, like, very different than any other hallucination. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that one was that one, I feel like, was left ambiguous to play up like the the full core, you know, oh, they 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 may be primitive, but they know things, certain things that maybe we just don't understand. You know, the horrors uh, of Spider Island. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's exact. Oh, man, it just and, and, and they certainly. And here's the thing. I would bitch that. uh what female characters we did have um, had a, a very superficial arc, but that yeah. goes for everyone in this book. That goes for everyone uh, in this book. Everyone got fucked as far as uh plot arc uh, goes. So, yeah. 
that's at least that's at least even, it's just I mean that's equal even the original game is, is the the game is better at it like there's mm-hmm. there are three main characters in the game uh well four if you count um uh, Isaac's Isaac's girlfriend right who he right right so there's there's basically the three survivors from the beginning who uh, there's Isaac there's Hammond and um I forget her name um yeah the one who yeah. who has who who basically turns out to be the villain at the end um mm-hmm. but yeah there's the three and it's like oh it's a woman it's a black man right and it's isaac and yeah. like the game somehow was more progressive in its character arcs than this book was right <laughs> i i think that's 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 like kind of the the most mesmerizing thing about this whole situation in general is that with a, you know, you, we've all heard the, well, the movie, the the movie isn't as good as the book, blah, blah, blah. And, and if you're still saying that, shut up first off. Right. Uh, Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Because there's a, there's a reason that the book tends to be better in our minds than the movie. And it's because you spend so much more time with it. Exactly. Uh, you know, you have a lot more details. They have a lot more time to tell you details. You know, if you if you read uh, Stephen King's It from cover to cover out loud, it's about 40 hours long. Yeah. Uh, to You know, that's how long the audiobook is, as I recall. Um, Jesus, 40 hours. I think it's about 40 hours Good long. Good Lord. Uh, something like that. And, uh, and, you know, and then both movies put together are like five hours. Yeah. Something like that. And so, of course, there's and that's just one example. Most of the time, you know, people are, are making far less out of the same amount or a little only a little less. And now with video games, for whatever reason, you you spend about as much time as that, if not more, with a video game, depending on the game, 10, 15, 20, sometimes 40 hours. Yeah. Um, but you still <laughs> but a book theoretically could still give you more insights and that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Cause because, the game is like, it'll be 40 hours, but it, it's not 40 hours of detail and plot, you know? Right. It's 40 hours. of you swinging from one tree to another, you know, learning this and that killing things with axes, stuff like that. Um, this might be one of the first examples of like, this is a 500 page book. It's a long book. Uh, and, I feel like I got more out of uh, the video game yeah. than the, the like just for sheer plot and uh, and, and and detail and character and, and lore and background because yeah. we didn't get into the things that really make we didn't get into the things that make the Dead Space universe interesting, which is right. we have a, a little bit on the edges. We have the 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 that capitalism basically has ravaged the mm-hmm. the the world and is now yeah. basically capitalism is extending its tendrils out into space because exactly one of the big things is these planet cracker ships they they're they're basically like the 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 cool thing about the universe is it's so blase about like a death star like you don't right. you don't use a death star like you didn't build a death star to to strike fear you do it because you um to get the resources you just like yeah getting getting all the resources <laughs> like sucking a planet dry uh that's scary as fuck and, I, and, and so like, dark this is, this is 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Dead Space is the natural progression of Elon Musk. Like, that's yeah, what's happening. Basically. Here. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just like it, it, it's it's insane. And so there's a lot going on there. There's a lot to chew on. Um, and it's and it's very graceful and uh, and scary and smart. Uh, and it has no tone problems. You know, no it tone has, problems. This, book was, this book was full of tone issues. It was what the fuck was up with all of the silly slapsticky like why why were the why is every time there was a guard he spoke like a looney tunes mob thug like like yeah. you know you know it just i i'm i have so many questions so many questions and, and, and it's it's such a and i and i have to believe once again uh that that this book feels like it was written by committee yeah I agree. Uh, it doesn't. It, I, I, I'm going to give the author, uh, uh, you know, the benefit of the doubt here, especially because, you know, as we mentioned before, uh, he's a very accomplished author. Uh, he's won some serious uh, platitudes. You know, the O. Henry Awards, they don't just he's got three of them and they don't just give those out to any schmuck on the street who can, you know, do an ABAB poem. That is a that is a seriously important award. Same for the right. Shirley Jackson Award. Um and, and and just like the Catalyst book, like the, I'm kind of morbidly curious, I really want to, the irony is that you would think that after this, I'd be like, well, I'm not reading his shit. Actually, it's the exact opposite. I really want to read the stuff that he's written for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I have a hunch that this is not his fault. Right. I have a feeling I, I, that this is not, yeah. not him. Um, by the way, yes, it is uh, the current audiobook that you can get on audible is read by steven weber who i like steven Lovely. weber uh yeah he's great it's 44 hours and 55 minutes long there you have it wow there you have it steven weber's voice had to have been rough by the end of oh those all those se- i wonder how many sessions that took <laughs> i mean you would think like the way i see it is like you know eight hour work day yeah so it probably so, took a little over a week to yeah. to record that. Even if it's less, because obviously a voice is not meant to be used for eight hours no, straight. It's not. So <laughs> so maybe it was more like a couple of weeks. But God damn, that's crazy. <laughs> good for him. Good for he's him. A, he's just he's a, he's a terrific guy. So that, yeah, that's that's a good choice. Uh, and you can argue all you want about whether or not it needed to be forty five hours long. Yeah, Stephen yeah, King plenty. was. He was drowning in blow at the time, so uh, it was it was a, it was a different time for the old man. Uh, but all the same, it, you know that, that it it's one of those situations where you're going to get way more detail. You're going to get way and more detail. You know what? It's funny is I think that moment with the rabbit dying in in Stephen oh, yeah. King's hands, the chapter would have ended there, and the next chapter would have picked up within the flashback. Of that yep. of that moment for 30 exactly, pages and then it would have yep, come back. That is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's exactly what I was I, even down to it being Stephen King. I was like, I just I was like, that is that's that's exactly what alarm bells went on. You know, it's like he he, he he shot the thing in the head and then he remembered this moment. And then you get a chapter of him killing a rabbit. He learns something about himself, loses a little bit of his uh, his childhood innocence, 
And then suddenly it flashes back and the creature's making the exact same sound uh, that the rabbit made in that moment. And and we move on. Uh, and and <laughs> I like those moments. I genuinely do. Uh, and that's the thing. It's like you just there's so many moments like that where it's like you need to either go for it or just don't fucking bother. Either do it. And or at that don't point, why are you bothering? Yeah. yeah. There were there are a lot of choices uh, that that <laughs> were made that oh boy so it's done and it's done it's done <laughs> and uh, the acknowledgments it thanks Frank and Nick Murray mm-hmm. um, it thanks Visceral um, and it calls it a first person they ta- he calls it a first person game in the acknowledgments which. Oh boy! Uh, oh boy! Oh boy! It's famous. It, it's not. Um, it's yeah. It's it's kind of kind of well known for that fact. And applause is due especially to my editor Eric Rob for his excellent, tireless, and thankless work. You think Rob had something to do with? It? You think it's him? I, I maybe maybe he wrote the whole book. Maybe 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 it just it just yeah my conspiracy this, this feels like a book by committee i i don't i don't know I don't, I don't dig it anyway i don't either kevin what are we reading next uh we're reading bioshock rapture okay that'll be our, okay be our now own. we're back in a lane that i understand i know this this world uh yeah yeah bioshock very pretty it's a it's a straightforward world of uh science gone wrong which is basically we got another yeah <laughs> Another what has capitalism wrought? Another what has capitalism uh, wrought story. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think we need to review this book and then uh, and then we'll go ahead and just go straight into Atlas Shrugged. What do you say? Yeah, let's let's get our Ayn Rand on, huh? Let's get our Rand who on. Is, who is John Galt? Right? Isn't that what the kids are saying? The kids love Galt. The kids they love, love. They love John Galt. And, uh, they love him. And in fact, actually, I think a lot of the kids actually do love John Galt, and that's a, a, that's a, a fact that horrifies me to my bones. That's a, that's a problem. Um, remember Ron Paul? Remember when people were really into Ron Paul? There was a moment there. We just loved him. You know, it's like that he spoke. I loved him. I remember I went through a pretty, pretty uh, heavy libertarian phase. Yeah. And uh, he was one of those guys that it was just like. Cool. This is what I'm talking about. I want to smoke weed. Like that was pretty much yeah. it. And it's like you know, he's like you know, there's systems of government. Yeah, burn it <laughs> so, all you know, down. System, system of government out there where you can smoke weed and not ruin other people's lives. Yeah. Right? You can, yeah. yeah. Then he turned out to be yeah. really racist. Like oh yeah. I mean, he published those like, newsletters where he was like oh boy super racist. Super, super racist. racist. Yeah. It's like it's it's never it's always like one step removed. With with it's the the Randians. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, they they they're just in my experience. They just tend to be a little smarter uh, about keeping the quiet part of the conversation quiet. Yeah, yeah. They're very good at speaking softly about the racism. Um, they're pretty but smart about but that it's, shit. It's, yeah. it's all over. It's like hidden in between every word. Oh yeah, it's all there. It's all it's there. all there. So um, <laughs> this has been a the the political lit discourse (laughs) (laughs) we'll give you we'll we'll have to uh we'll have to one day we'll set up a patreon if you pay extra we'll we'll give you the uncut uh political ranting yeah before uh, and after an episode (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but yeah, if you if if you like us, uh, go ahead and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find us. Um, follow us on Twitter, of course. Go to our website, pixelitpod.com. There's all sorts of goodies on there, and I've been keeping up to date with the guest appearances section. So that's basically anytime that we show up elsewhere on the internet. I keep it posted right there for your convenience. So go ahead and bookmark pixelitpod.com. That is the end of our episode. That's the end of our discussion on Dead Space Martyr. Uh, We hope you really enjoyed it, and we're looking forward to you joining us on our journey through Bioshock Rapture. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.